I am loving. I am fabulous. I am beautiful. I am saved. I am a victor. I am faithful. I am devout. I am accepted. I am a Christian. I am MCC. And I am MCC. I am MCC. I am MCC. And I am MCC. 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 Our scripture reading is taken from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 11, verses 8 to 13. We are reading from the NRSV translation. It says, Keep then the entire commandment that I am commanding you today, so that you may have strength to go in and occupy the land that you are crossing over to occupy, and so that you may live long in the land that the Lord swore to you to your ancestors to give them and to their descendants a land flowing with milk and honey for the land that you are about to enter to occupy is not like the land of egypt from which you have come where you sow your seed and irrigate by foot like a vegetable garden but the land that you are crossing over to occupy is like a land of hills and valleys watered by the rain from the sky a land that the Lord your God looks after. The eyes of the Lord your God are always on it, from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. If you will only heed His every commandment that I am commanding you today, loving the Lord your God and serving Him with all of your heart and with all of your soul. Listen to what the Holy Spirit is telling us today. May the words we receive inspire us Comfort us and challenge us. Amen. Meron bang nag-garden dito? Meron bang plantito, plantita dito? Ayan. At nung, na, na, nung nag-pandemic, nauso ang ano, di ba? At the start of the pandemic, ang halaman. At yung mga halaman hindi pinapansin dati, libo-libo na ang presyo, di ba? Nasa gilid lang ng kalsada, ngayon magkano na. Uh, okay. So, the Bible, especially in the Old Testament, the Hebrew Testament, has a lot to has a lot of mentions about gardens, vineyards, and farming. Bakit? So, tingin nyo. Mm, pwede Kasi agricultural era sila. Iba. So, their lived experience is agricultural. So, certainly maraming mention about uh, farming, gardening, vineyards, both literally and symbolically, no? theologically. Uh, gardens, vineyards, and farming are also often used as metaphors and symbols for an abundant, prosperous, and vibrant life. So, usually, the metaphor of a vineyard or a garden, madalas ginagamit siya as a vision, a metaphor for a, an abundant and prosperous life. A good life where there's beauty, good food, and good wine. We read this first with the mythology of the Garden of Eden. God's garden. No? Equally, the wilderness... 
the wild places outside the cities and towns are places of fear and death wild animals and unknown monsters demons and gods places not suitable for human life or the very least places where humans would have it difficult to live and survive in wilderness no, or wild places uh, recalling the time when the first human couple was ejected from the garden of plenty and beauty um, so there's a garden na nandun na lahat ng kailangan mo it's a place of beauty life and abundance and then pinaalis sila in, towards the uh, outside outside of the garden a land of wilderness and wild places now the land of Canaan present day Palestine was in the ancient Hebrews and the Jewish people was the land of promise the land of milk and honey a garden and a vineyard of plenty and beauty pero saan sila galing? saan sila galing? sabi din sa scripture natin kanina sa Egypt Egypt was the land of slavery the land of suffering unbearable toil forced labor and the land of scarcity or it's not even scarcity it's a land of inequality because uh, there's enough to share for everyone but only a few people have it you know so it's not really scarcity but a land of inequality in scripture it says that it is a land where dun sa binasa kanina sabi don, it is not like the land of egypt where you can garden by foot like a, a vegetable garden like a garden by foot hindi ko magets ano yung ibig nilang sabihin by uh, irrigate by foot no? so your seed and magtanim at mag-irrigate gamit ang paa hindi ko ma-imagine paano ka magtatanim gamit ang paa Diba? But it only ang, ang, as, my assumption is it means it's a very difficult form of agriculture sa Egypt. If if it's it, it says in the scripture you are sowing your seed and irrigating by foot. Nagtatanim at nagdidilig gamit ang paa. So it I can only assume that it is a very difficult form of agriculture. So the land of Canaan ay hindi daw tulad noon. But that is Egypt. No, that is Egypt. Egypt is the land of suffering and pain where people did not have dignity, rights, nor freedom. No, a land full of misery for many. For many people. The wilderness that the slaves, the Hebrews, by the way, the, the word Hebrew, siyempre sa magtatagal sa MC, ano yung word ni Hebrew? Sinabi ko na eh. Slave. Slaves. The word, he, a general term, that the word Hebrew, it's actually English na, no? But the, the, the word Hebrew comes from the word hapiru, which means slave. So, hindi siya, hindi siya term for race or ethnicity. It's an economic class term that the Egyptians use 
It's an Egyptian word, hapiru, that means slaves. So literally, in, in, the, in the Old Testament, when the, the children of Abraham was referred to as hapiru, they were referred to as slaves. Later na lang siya na-identify as a race. And certainly, Hebrews were not all from the line of Jacob or Abraham. Not everyone. Some were Ethiopian. Some were... Kasi slaves eh. And in the, in the, in the, the, the slaves in Egypt, one portion lang yung uh, children of Jacob. Leah and... Rachel, Rachel. No. Um, but of course, you won't. You wouldn't read that in the Bible. That's more of the academic part of it. No, when they studied uh, the context of the Israelite story. No. Um, so the Hebrews, the wilderness that the slaves, the Hebrews, had to travel through and live within for. X number of years, ang sabi sa Bible, 40 years. Hindi yun literal na 40 years. Pag ginagamit ang number 40, whether 40 days or 40 years, it refers to a very long time. So, pag ginamit yung number na 40, hindi ibig sabihin nun literal 40 days or 40 years na nag... Ano ba si Jesus? 40 days daw na nag... Ano, nagpunta sa wilderness para magfasting at attempt ni Satan. Hindi literal na 40 days yon, Okay? 40 in biblical means a very long time. Okay? So, the, 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 the slaves who had to travel through and live within the wilderness for 40 years, as mentioned in scripture, was a land of uncertainty, risks, danger, and a land of scarcity. Kasi wilderness nga eh, ilang. Ang tawag sa Tagalog, sa ilang. Desert places. Although in all the wilderness journey, according to the story, Yahweh provided everything that they ever need, needed. Enough to, sur to survive. Sapat. Nagbigay ng sapat. Hindi sobra, sapat. At alam yung story no, ng mana, the mana from heaven. Anong story niyan? Bawal kumuha ng sobra. Ano mang sobrang kukunin mo, immediately uuurin, masisira. Teaching point din pala yun, no? Kumuha ng sapat. Uh -uh. Enough to survive, sapat. Wilderness was a little... Wilderness was a place of danger and risk, but it was a little better because you're no longer a slave. You're no longer in the land of slavery, forced to do forced labor, but still a land that has very little to offer and give. Still not ideal for human life and community. Better also because you are looking better than your wilderness place because hindi pa siya ideal, hindi pa siya prosperous lugar at nag-journey ka dun sa mga risky and dangerous place, but at least you are looking forward and you are journeying towards a better place. Eventually, no, the land of Canaan. 
Punta naman tayo kay Canaan. The land of Canaan, a good land. A garden of plenty and beauty. The land of promise. Our scripture reading tells us that it is a land that the Lord looks after from year to year. Actually, from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, year after year. And our theme for this year and for this series is about gardens. The garden of God, which is you. The garden of our lives. Which means that each of our lives and also the collective life, community life, group life, that we have our lands of promise. Our, our lives, both individual and shared, are lands of potential. Lands that can be a full of plenty and beauty or can be lands full of danger and risks. Or also, a life that is still enslaved. But the first thing, the first thing we have to do for this series ng gardening, the series of gardening, the first thing we have to do is to identify what kind of life I have now, or you have now. Where are you now? Asan ka ba ngayon? What is your social-spiritual location? Sa, gardening, sa gardening or paghahalaman, isa sa, isa, isa sa mga dapat mong gawin ay tignan at alamin ang paligid o lugar. Lugar mo kung pwede ka bang mag-garden at maghalaman. Anong klaseng garden at paghahalaman ang pwede mong gawin given your space and situation? At isa yan sa mga natutunan namin sa seminaryo bukod sa historical context. Yung importansya of knowing your current location, social location, socio-economic, spiritual location, status. Asan ka at anong status ng buhay at pagkatao mo ngayon? And what does that say about your spirituality, your relationships, your commitments, and your direction? or lack thereof. A lot of problems in life and in spirituality, maraming problema sa buhay at sa spiritualidad, pananampalataya, is because we are not aware or we do not know where we are. Kasi, paano saan ka pupunta kung hindi mo alam kung nasaan ka? Paano mo isosolve ang isang bagay sa iyong buhay o relasyon kung hindi mo alam ano yung problema? So, where are you? And when, and when you are about to know or become aware, do you avoid it? Do you avoid becoming aware of where you are? Kasi dalawa lang naman, yan, fight or flight. So, it's either i-resist mo yung social location mo ngayon, ayaw mo, di mo kaya tanggapin, or you avoid it. So, where are you now in your life? Are you in Egypt? A land of slavery and suffering? Walang kalayaan o limited ang kalayaan? Asan ang buhay mo ngayon? Anong klaseng lupa o lugar ang iyong buhay ngayon? Lupang malusog, malusog at mataba o lupang tigang at tuyot? Tuyot ka ba, kapatid? <laughs> tuyot ka ba ngayon? 
Is your life symbolized by a life of slavery? Hindi malaya, puno ng takot at pagtatago. And of course, maraming LGBT ganyan. Nasa ganyang status ng buhay. Isang life na pwedeng makategorize or interpreted or symbolized as Egypt. Maraming LGBT. A state of slavery where they, where they have no freedom or limited lang ang freedom and agency for who they are and the life that is true for them. And certainly, kahit tayo nandito sa chapel, yung mga kasama natin sa, sa live streaming, kahit na siguro some of us are now, masabi mong, ganap na ang pagiging bakla mo, <laughs> pagiging lesbian mo, o pagiging transgender mo, or non-binary mo, ganap na, no? Full! Pinagdaanan mo na lahat yung wilder, Egypt wilderness hanggang promise, at buong-buong bakla ka na. Butterfly. You still went, you still had an experience of Egypt. You were once in Egypt. Enslave, you know or experience how it mean, what it means to be enslaved and trapped with your conservative families and conservative churches, living constantly in fear. Living in their own land of Egypt where you can only garden by foot. And no matter how much effort you do to create a garden by foot in Egypt, it will be a garden. It will, it will never be a garden of plenty and beauty because it is in a place that stunts and poisons the soul. Kasi meron din, meron din tayong mga LGBT na tinanggap na lang yung pagiging enslaved nila in Egypt, nila pagiging oppressed. Tinanggap na lang. Uh, and there is this, nabanggit ko na before, di ba, yung minsan natatrap ang maraming LGBT simply because they don't want to lose their family connections. So may mga kapatid tayong uh, tawag dito, Ayaw na nila sa simbahan nila. Isunusukan na nila ang simbahan nila. Pero sometimes, nag-aaten pa rin sila doon, nakikipag-Bible study pa rin kasama yung family kasi ayaw nilang mawala yung connection sa family. That still happens. Um, but again, sabi ko, it will never be a garden. No matter how much you try to make your life better, If it remains in Egypt, it will never be a place or a garden of plenty and beauty because it is still within a land of poison and stunting. Stunting yung, yung ano yun? Hindi lumalaki, di ba? Stunting growth. Bonsai. Baka naman, oh ito naman, next, baka naman you have left Egypt. So, meron naman mga LGBT or other people, kind of LGBT. Nakaalis na kayo na Egypt. Your life now is symbolized by, ano yung susunod? Wilderness and desert places. The land of gods and demons. You know, the wilderness in the past is 
not just monsters, not just wild places. It's the land of both demons and gods. And Yahweh, actually, the God of the Hebrews, is known to be the unknown God in the wilderness. The, the God of the mountains, the God of the unknown places. It's, the wilderness is a place of gods and demons. It is a place where you encounter God and also face your inner demons. The land of learning and growing. The land of uncertainty and risks. Not ideal, but at least you are no longer a slave. At usually, ito din yung mga kapatid nating LGBT na. So, nakaalis na sila sa kanilang mga churches or even sa families nila. May connection pa din sa family, pero medyo dumistansya na. Pero dahil dumistansya na sila, ang hirap ng buhay. <laughs> We have LGBT. Nung ito, nung nabanggit sa akin ng, ng partner ko, no? may mga kaibigan daw siyang Chinese. From, from Chinese family, pure Chinese. Nilayasan talaga nila yung kanilang family. Kasi nga, sa, sa Chinese, bawal ang becks. Diba? So, they cannot be both becks and, and be in the Chinese family. So, they decided to leave. And therefore, wala ka ng inheritance. Wala ka din kahit anong support from, from the family. So, they had to struggle on their own. And that can be a wilderness moment. That transition, moving out of a much more difficult life to a new life, but there is this space and this journey of kailangan mong magsumikap, kailangan mong kumayod, kailangan mong mag-journey into the wilderness. Not ideal, but at least no longer a slave. No longer forced by the punishment and burdened by chains. You are now on a journey in a land unfamiliar to you. In a land that has wild flowers and wild beasts. A land you cannot tame or cultivate, but only pass through. Andito ka ba sa buhay na ganito? Gusto mo pa bang magpatuloy O tulad nung ibang mga former slaves, gusto na lang bumalik sa Egypt at magpaalipin muli. In the story of the Hebrews, maraming beses na nagre-reklamo sila kay Moses at yung iba sa kanila, balik na lang tayo ng Egypt. Kasi kahit slaves tayo doon, at least may certainty. At least may safety within the, ano, carry naman na yun eh, nasanay na ako sa hagupit nung, nung ano eh. No? At kung magpapakabait ako, baka ma-promote pa ako as slave master. Superintendent, di ba? Yes, because actually, among the slave class, may pinopromote doon to supervise their equal, yung kapwa nila slaves. That's how you divide and, and conquer. And that's not actually new. Go to Valenzuela and the uh, workers there, sino popromote na supervisor ng, sa factory, eh, yung ka, isa nila. So, para mag-away-away sila, sila din ang mag-away-away, di ba? Sa, sa factory. So, anito ka ba sa buhay mong ito? Journeying in the wilderness. O gusto mo na lang bumalik sa Egypt para magpaalipin muli? O baka naman, you are about to enter Canaan, the land of promise. 
Papasok ka na sa isang lupain na masagana, masaya at maganda. Where you can have your own garden or vineyard. And yet, you're afraid to enter. You're afraid to enter. To proceed. You're not sure where or how to start. May, may feeling ka na baka hindi ka worthy to enter the promised land. Baka hindi ka worthy ng promise. The promise of freedom, beauty, and abundance. O baka naman nandun ka na sa loob ng garden. Baka nandun ka na sa Canaan, present-day Palestine. You are now inside the promised land and you are starting to cultivate and to work on your garden or vineyard. Planting different kinds of crops and flowering plants, olive trees and other fruit trees, grapevines and pomegranates. So show pomegranates. Pomegranates. Diba? Nagta-trial and error ka sa mga dapat at hindi mo dapat gawin to maintain and sustain your garden. Your life now is a garden, a vineyard. You have received and are now living into the promise and yet, you realize, hindi pala madali ang pagkakaroon ng garden. Ng sariling garden, hindi pala madali ang paghahalaman, ang pagiging plantito or plantita. Hindi pala madali ang pangako. The promised land as a garden entails attention and care, skills and intelligence, Most of all, patience, gentle effort, discipline, and constant improvement. Hindi pala basta-basta na lang natutubo ang mga bulaklak at prutas at babagsak na lang sa tuwing kailangan mo. There's a science and an art in gardening. Kailangan pala ng tama at maayos na pangangalaga. Each of our lives, relationships, and in this, this community, open table, all of it are gardens. So, each one of you, your lives, yung relationship nyo, hindi lang romantic, other relationships, and this community are gardens or vineyards. They are lands of their own. So the first lesson we have for this series and for this year is to identify which land you are you are or are in. Because nothing else will happen or bad things will continue to happen if you do not know or do not want to know the real status of your life, relationships, or community in the case of Open Table. Are you in the land of Egypt? Are you in the wilderness or wastelands? Are you in that in between the wilderness and Canaan, about to enter Canaan? Or are you already in the land of promise? Are you inside the garden? Where are you at this point in your life? Where are we as a community? The second lesson for today is this. Base dun sa scripture reading natin. Wherever you are, In whichever land you are or whichever kind of life you have, asan ka man or anumang klase ng lupain ng iyong buhay ngayon, God is always looking after you. God is always listening to the silent prayers of your heart. God hears and sees your tears in the land of Egypt. 
If you read the story of Exodus, the beginning part, it says that the Lord heard the outcry of the slaves. So if you are in the land of Egypt, God hears your silent prayers and tears. God sees and hears your complaints in the wilderness. Nabuisit na nga marami beses na nga nabuisit si Lord doon. Kakakakareklamo ng mga ano uh, people the Israel the ancient Israelite people at gustong bumalik sa Egypt. Diba? Parang after lahat ng nangyari, gusto niyo bumalik. Diba? But God hears the complaints and kahit nagko-complain at kahit nabubuisit na si Lord sa kanila, oh, nagbigay pa din naman ng mana at ng quails, nagbigay pa rin ng tubig uh, through the ano to, yung pinukpok na bato ni ni Moses, di ba? Napagalitan nga si Moses kasi <laughs> yung pangalawang beses na nangyari yun, dalawang beses niya hinampas yung yung ano, yung yung bato dahil pati siya nabubuisit na din. So nagalit si Lord sa kanya at sabi tuloy sa kanya, ah, dahil dalawang beses mo hinampas yung bato, hindi ka napapasok sa garden, sa land of Cana. Anyway, side story. So are you in the wilderness places? And God, if you are in the difficult journey of wilderness, of learning, unlearning, and relearning, of growth, of transformation, God is there. God hears your complaints. God knows your fears and doubts as you are about to enter the land of promise. Karanasin din ng marami yan, whether LGBT or hindi. Wala ka na dun sa mahirap na lugar, wala ka pa dun sa inaangad mong lugar, andun ka sa somewhere in between, parang feeling mo hindi ka worthy. Pa Naku, parang di yata ako ready dun sa promotion. Parang hindi ko yata kayang magpastor. Parang hindi ako worthy. Diba? God sees your doubts, hears your doubts, and fears in entering the land of promise, in entering the garden. God sees your challenges in sustaining and maintaining your garden when you are already inside and doing your own gardening. God is with you wherever you are or whatever status you are in. Never forget the faithfulness of God throughout your journey from Egypt to the promised land, the garden of plenty and beauty. And Deuteronomy tells us commands us, remember, remember, remember. Paulit-ulit rin nating alalahanin ang katapatan at presensya ng Panginoon sa ating nakaraan at higit sa lahat sa ating kasalukuyang buhay. Last lesson for today. Saan mang lupain or anumang lupain ang buhay mo, the reminder is, anong sabi doon? Ano din yung reminder kanina? Ano yung sabi doon na remember? Kodi ko ko eh. <laughs> Remember to love the Lord your God and do God's commandments. Sabi doon, sa umpisa noon at sa dulo noon, well, the chapter, the chapter begins, love the Lord your God. And then the ending of our reading today is, love the Lord your God. But how can you love an invisible, non-physical God? 
by loving your fellow human beings by loving and being patient with each other and one of my favorite it's, it's siguro ito yung favorite bible bible verse ko no sa one first letter of john chapter 4 verse 21 the commandment we have from him sa new testament na to, the commandment we have from him referring to jesus is this those who love god must love their brothers and sisters also previous verse yan ang sabi Uh -oh. Those who say that they love God but hate their brothers or sisters are liars. For how can you love a God that you do not see if you do not love a brother or sister that you see? At ito yung kasunod na verse. For the commandment that we have from Him, Jesus, is this. Those who love God must love their brothers and sisters also. So the third lesson for today is that The journey from Egypt to Canaan through the wilderness is never traveled alone. No one is a slave alone. No one becomes free alone. Walang lumalayang mag-isa. No one enters Canaan alone nor receives the promise alone. No one cultivates their garden or vineyard alone. Wherever you are, whether you're in Egypt, in the land of slavery, Or if you are in the land of difficulty, the wilderness. Or if you are to enter Canaan. Or if you are already inside the promised land, cultivating your, your own garden. The covenant and commandment that we will keep. The, the covenant and the commandment that will keep the promise and will sustain you, will sustain the garden, is to love God by loving one another. Ang pinaka-ingredient sa gardening ng buhay mo, asaan ka man, is love. Loving God by loving one another. I will tend to you like a garden, says the Lord. This is our theme for this year. So number one, identify where you are so that you know where to go or what to do as we begin the new cycle of the year. Number two, Remember that God is always with you, knows you, and sees you nasaan ka man sa buhay mo ngayon. Ano mang klaseng lupain ka ngayon. Lastly, asan ka man sa buhay mo ngayon, pag-ibig ang ating tinanggap na kautusan at kasunduan sa Kanya. Pag-ibig sa kapwa na siya magpapatibay at magpapayabong sa atin saan mang lupain tayo naroon ngayon. So I end this first part of our series today of gardening with the assurance that the people of Israel, the slaves, have and receive. I'm sure we also receive them, receive the assurance. In verse 12 of our reading today, your lives are gardens, your lives are land, a land that the Lord your God looks after. The eyes of the Lord your God are always on it, on you, from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. Let us trust that God will never forget nor forsake the many gardens we all are. Rather, God will tend to you and look after you like a garden from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, year after year, until that day that you finally enter the eternal garden of God. 
Amen.